Manila, do you remember your Drag Race audition video? <laughs> like it was yesterday and shot in uh, zero resolution <laughs> and terrible lighting <laughs> with a hard front wig on, girl. <laughs> Sepia. <laughs> Sepia. Sepia tone. It was an oil painting, girl. <laughs> for so long ago, my audition tape was an oil painting. Damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Are we going to reminisce about our audition videos? I hope so. I, Let's I, do I it. I hope so, too. Let's go take okay. Thank you. M. Oh. M. Mom. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Now, Manila, how was your this past week for you? Oh, girl, it was Halloween. It was intense. It was long. Oh, my God. It never ended. It was just party after party after party after party that I didn't go to. That you didn't go to. Ah, no, actually, I went out a lot this weekend. I went out last last week. Well, I mean, by the time this comes up, everyone is still recovering probably from Halloween. Yeah, but, um, no. It was a lot of fun. I think the highlight for me was that I got um, to perform at the Los Angeles Haunted Hayride. Um, Baby, because it looked so the, good. Yeah, the haunted the Ellie Haunted Hayride paired up with Hulu to celebrate Halloween because Hulu has all these fabulous like um, horror flicks that they've collected for the Halloween season and um, and then of course the Halloween Drag Extravaganza special that we did. So I got to perform with Lady Bunny, with Monet Exchange, and the legendary Jackie Beat. So that was a lot of yes, fun. Yes, that was like you, mm-hmm. you looked, you looked, you looked at it good. Well, like, thank you, girl. Yeah, that, that little black little number you had on was real sexy. I was like, look at my sister looking on. You know, she's a goddess. Yeah. Sometimes. Honey. Although I got to say, I just, I completely destroyed like all of my tights because they just got like the bottoms of my dresses because it was, it's out in the dirt. Like it's a hayride. You know what I mean? It's out in the, like out in the, out in the like, park what? somewhere. <laughs> Sinking. Sinking into the ground with my heels on. Who um, wears heels in the dirt? <laughs> when you have to go on stage and perform. In, yeah. Well, I I was the I was wearing heels. Jackie Beat was not though. She was wearing her cute little ballet flats, and she even asked me. She's like, "Should I put on heels?" And I'm like, "Yeah, girl." And then she says, "Yeah, I'm not." I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait till I I can't wait till I am at legendary Jackie Beat status where I can be like, you know what, I'm not even gonna fucking bother putting on fucking heels. I'm and she hosts the whole show that. in these ballet yeah, flats. Blah, blah, blah. Legendary. Mm. How about you, Latrice? What did you do this week? Comfortable. Yeah. Well, when you become a senior citizen, you get certain rights. You've earned that. <laughs> she's, yes. a, she's a yes. senior citizen. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But but what did you do for this? What did you do this week? 
What did okay, you? What was so? Well, you know, for me, for me, Halloween used to be like a lot of fun. Like I used to like before Drag Race, I used to go around and like punish the kids at the the contest, Halloween contest. Went up all the yeah, money. yeah. You were saying that you won all. You would go to all the contests and sweep. Oh, yeah, win all the money, and now I don't find it fun to dress up uh, because I'm always in drag. But this Halloween, you know, um, Drag Race Live is, is you know, is, uh, is part of Caesars. You know, Flamingo's part of Caesars Palace, you know. And so Caesars Palace is throwing a Halloween party. And oh, did you go? Yeah, so we all went, but bitch, I de-dragged because the party started after Drag Race Live, so I had to perform. And then oh, and like, the party started off. at midnight. I'm not taking this shit off. So, bitch, Biggie Smalls was in the building. <gasps> Were you Biggie Smalls? <laughs> yes, bitch. <laughs> Back from the dead. Back from the dead, bitch. Because that's it, bitch. I had a hoodie, little tracksuit, bitch. <laughs> I was comfortable, my gold chains, and I was Biggie Smalls. That's it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, easy breezy. Oh. Yeah. So okay, cute. that was cute or whatever. Cute or whatever. You know, be fraternizing and hanging out with the with the crew. And the, and the, yes, you know. and I know that it's already November when we're listening to this, but honey, th- like we're all traumatized from Halloween. So we'll, let's stop talking about the Halloween season because it's already <laughs> Christmas. All right, okay. It, but we moving on got to the to next holiday. Yeah, yeah. Ha- ha- Thanksgiving is just just the preview for Christmas it's the, dinner. It's the appetizer. It's the appetizer. <laughs> it's the appetizer for Christmas. Because then you know the next day you go shopping. Right, right. Exactly. Thanksgiving is just like the warm up meeting before Christmas celebration starts. It's, it's like true. everyone come over to Grandma's house. We're having some dinner, so we're all fueled up, so we can go to sh- we can go Walmart at six o'clock in the morning for a doorbuster sale. Jeez. Girl, we're gonna get some flat screen TVs. And see what yeah. we can, what deals we can get. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm-hmm. let's take a break because I can feel it in my 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 spirit that our inbox is calling us. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's get into this inbox. Yeah. Who do we have? We have Tiana. Tiana, hey Tiana. Princess Tiana? Is it Princess Tiana? Maybe sure. Um, Maybe. Hey, Latrice and Manila. Absolutely love you both and the podcast. I was lucky enough to meet Latrice a few years ago when I was starting drag. I'm now a full-time drag queen called Tiana Biscuit. Oh. (laughs) Over in London. Okay. Oh, I love that name. Tiana Biscuit. Tiana Biscuit. I love that. I love it. Um, That's very clever. Um, When I met Latrice at Drag World. Okay, I remember this now. It's coming to me. Drag World 2019. I used used to use rice (laughs) in tights as boobs. 
And I had undone my courses earlier that day and spit the tights, not realizing, leaving a trail of rice around the entire venue <laughs> just before the meet and greet with the trees. When I met her, she, she took great enjoyment in hitting my boobs and then all the rice falling out. I remember this so freaking much. There was rice everywhere. We had a fabulous laugh together. I hope to see you both in London again soon, Tiana. Tiana, girl, I do remember this. It's hilarious. <laughs> because when I, bitch, I used to do the rice and the, uh, and the tights thing too when I first started, bitch. And I soon realized that that was not what you want to do, especially if you are a sweaty girl like me, bitch. Because literally- Did you, you steam the rice? rice? Did you have cooked rice at the end of the, <laughs> at, at the, end of the gig? <laughs> bitch, I, you don't need to steam a rice steamer. You just need to put them in your titties. Just Go starchy, girl. Starchy. Oh, Miss Tiana Biscuit, girl. Well, I hope you're not using rice anymore. I hope you've, you know, graduated at least to, like, socks. Um, <laughs> Rolled up socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. Yeah. See the girls, uh, the girls for when I started doing drag had something similar. They would they would use birdseed, birdseed too. Of... But it stinks. I did birdseed too. They're heavy. They're so heavy, and that's the thing. Well, if you want a big, if you want a voluptuous bosom, then yes, birdseed and rice <laughs> is too heavy. But if you just need a little a cup to dangle there, because what you would do is you would take the penny. What you would do is you would take the pantyhose, you'd fill up the bottom and you'd put it into the toe, right? And then you would have two pairs and then you would just like sling them over your neck so they could flop around. And that's what the rice movies were good about because they had enough weight to them to kind of jiggle and bounce around. They do. You know, not like a roll. They did jiggle. They did like whatever. So definitely. You know what? I'm going to go find. I'm going to go make me a pair of rice. Titties or bird seed. T- I'm gonna mix them. I'm mix some rice it. and bird seed. <laughs> oh, okay. Horrible. You know what? Are, what, are the other, what are the other things that we can use for? Like, what are the other things that you can use to make boots? Because I know t- I used rolled up socks. socks you know, I would have like my real thing. But also, oh, also, like one. No, uh, let me just tell you. I had this one time when my rolled up sock boobs came in real handy because it was a long night and I was coming home from the gig and my shoe had broken <laughs> after hooking. I crystallized, uh, but uh, my shoe had broken. Either my sh- my feet were killing me and my shoe had broken, so I just took my tits out and I rolled them over my tights. So I had I just walked around with socks on because I didn't want to walk around with my bare tights. Smart. So smart. Yes. Yes. That came in mm. handy. Yeah. To, yes. That you know what good. also came in handy is when I started using douches for tits too. <laughs> who, who? Douches. Little, little douches. Please. That else came in handy too. <laughs> no, I'm just oh kidding. Oh my god, you're so nasty. That's <laughs> what happened. Was I had oh I had these guys, <laughs> <laughs> and I just so happened tits to have come and hit. No, uh, <laughs> what what were you saying? What, what do you use for for titties? No, also old pantyhose, like you said, like rolled up tights, like uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, that that works as too. Like um, 
But um, yeah, I, I, I graduated from all of that. And now I use Nerf balls. <laughs> Cut in half. Cut in half? Y'all didn't know that? Oh, yeah. No, are they footballs? So you can have that like classic, no, like pointed tit. I don't know if it's a soccer ball or a dodgeball, but I need like a triple D at least to feel <laughs> So I have, it's cut in half. I kind of hollowed out the center foam a little bit so that my boob would fit in there. But I so cover it with there. pantyhose. So it's, y'all now know my secret, bitch. I use We now balls. know the secret. That's what's in my teeth. Hey, it's, it's better nerf. than it's better than the rice, right? <laughs> the Nerf balls, bitch. I can't believe yeah. I just told y'all. But yeah. Well, and and if you ever are, if you ever need in, like you find yourself in a in a dodgeball game, you have your tits there, right there, <laughs> girl. You're good to go. <laughs> Clever girl. Easy well, Tiana, Tiana Biscuit. I hope, um, I hope that you are not using rice and leaving it everywhere in the club anymore. <laughs> that's, just a, that's just a waste of food. There just are hungry trail, kids. There are hungry kids. Starving <laughs> who can use that rice, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we have one another one. Who who this is? Oh yeah, okay. This one, this one is from um Raphael. Hello, Latrice uh, and Manila. This is Raphael, loving the podcast coverage of UK season four. What advice would you give drag queens and kings who are looking to get cast on any iterations of Drag Race? Raphael. Are you trying to Well, you have to, you have to audition. You have, uh, you have, to, you have audition. to do the audition. Like, you that's, have to go I, the I process, think that's kind of, like, Yeah, mandatory. I think that's kind of the main, <laughs> main thing. And if you're a drag king, um, you might want to just save your time. <laughs> Just not. That part. Damn. I mean. If you're I mean, a drag king, you know, I can just save, save your, save your energy. Yeah. You don't want to, you, you don't want to, do. you don't, you don't want to be the first drag king to get on the show. I, I just feel like, I just feel like you don't want to be just like the, I don't know. Like, I feel like we need to put a drag king on the show at some point, but so far I feel like it would just kind of be like um, a gimmick. You know, like how they had Maddie Morphis they're like, oh, he's straight. Uh, here's here's a filler queen. This one's yeah. straight. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Raphael. Um, well, I don't. I guess our advice sucks. Um, what advice? Well, to, to, to any drag queens and kings, queens and kings. So, like, if you're looking to get casted, first of all, you're a little bit like really your social media presence is a big part of it. Um, they look at mm-hmm. everything. They look at all of your platforms. They're looking for looks. They're looking for how you interact. If you're a troublemaker, all those kind of things play a part in it um, in the audition process when they're looking at you. But um, yeah, you should have. Uh, you've been watching Drag Race long enough to know what what's expected of you. And you should be prepared. And so that's the biggest thing is preparation and knowing what you're trying to do. Because if you're not prepared, you're not, you're going to fail. I promise you. Yeah. My advice to you, Raphael, would be to, um, I would say, treat your drag race audition like your taxes. You just do it. (laughs) You just have to do it every year. You know what I mean? And get yourself ready. Because like. Uh, you know, the worst thing that can happen is that you get cast. 
That is the worst thing that can happen. No, because like if you don't get cast, then at least you like are preparing yourself, and so like you're ready for another. Like then, you know, you you're just advancing your. It's just it helps advance your drag. I feel like net, getting yourself well, yeah, ready that. and like yeah. sharpening this tool to keep yeah. doing it every year. And you know, like you know, if you get ready for a new season and you don't get cast, I mean, then you have like a whole new wardrobe and that this that just helps, you know? So yeah, just yeah. keep auditioning every year, keep trying to improve, keep showing all that great personality. Um, yeah. Learn how to sew. Oh yeah, that part. Yeah. Or don't learn how to sew in case you just want to get cast and get kicked off right away. Yeah. That's also an option. Yeah. But you better yeah. have some kind of design aesthetic, you know what I mean? I hope, I would hope. But all good, right. good luck. Well, let's take a a break. We'll be right back. We're back. The juice we have. Yeah. And we have more in our our, uh, inbox. Yeah. This one is from um, NYC Homo. Okay. Hi, Latrice Manila. I hope you're doing well. I still enjoy hearing Latrice's infectious laugh and Manila's cutting shade as I make my way through my work weeks. I appreciated that y'all read, read my last email on air and I was inspired by your last week reading of anonymous gay males, family woes, to reach out with an update. Oh, oh, we get updates. Oh, okay. Oh, is this is this from the same person we had the yeah, other week? Okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As previously mentioned, my family is very religious and conservative and uh, that has created a decade-long rift between myself and my family. I do, however, have a wonderful support system in my chosen family in New York City. Perfect. Earlier this year, my f- mother fell very ill and I and was hospitalized for over 2 months. It was a really tough time for my entire family in general. And to be honest, the heartache of seeing my mother so ill outweighed the hurt and trauma of feeling like my family had turned on me all those years ago. Mm -hmm. Where the hurt of being rejected by my family was the hardest thing I'd been through in my last email, seeing my mother almost leave this world was even harder. It was an event that really brought me closer to my mom, and we actually have a better relationship now than we had in years We called and text like we had never uh, had since my coming out. And I even have a better relationship with my sister. While my relationship with my mom and sister aren't on the... Well, while my sister... While my relationship with my mom and my sister are on the mend, my relationship with my brothers, who are also super conservative and old school gun-toting Texans, have grown even further since my family incident occurred. One of my brothers even offered to break my lease, uh, leave my career... Um, in NYC and live rent-free at his house and go to religious therapy to finally address my sexuality. What? LOL, girl, bye. I say all this to hopefully encourage anonymous gay male and anyone listening that may have a tough go at family relations that it's important to prioritize and love yourself. It's not always easy when doing so risks hurting your family and friends and relations. Uh, For me, the distance helped. And now I can say I have blood family in my corner. 
With time, you really see who's still standing next to you and who isn't. Thanks again for your words of encouragement in my last email. Signed, NYC Homo. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I mean, awesome. I, you know, there are some things that happen in our lives that um, shake us and make us yeah. put things into perspective. And mm-hmm. losing a family member um, definitely, definitely um, will shift your... Um, you know, your, the issues you had with some people when you realize Mm -hmm. that you might not like your time is limited and you might not, this might be the last moments you have to reconcile or make any kind of change in your current standing. So, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah, I I just want to know what, what this, this, (laughs) the brother who's like, you should break your lease in New York city and come live with me for free. And and you can go to religious therapy so you can finally address your sexuality. What are you talking about? What? Oh my God. Well, I mean, old habits die hard, right? Yeah, they do. They do. indeed. You know, they do. Indeed. But like, I mean, look, I, I would say like count, Count your your wins and not this as f- for your, because it's like yeah at least he's making some kind of effort and then offering some kind of like um, compromise like hey you can come live with me for free um you just have to uh, you know go to conversion therapy but uh, I don't know you know exactly that that's not going to work. So maybe you just want to keep paying rent and keep living in New York city and keep, you know, <laughs> spending free. time with your yeah. chosen family. Um, and, but it's a, st- I think it's a step. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't guess. blame him for trying. Yeah. <laughs> can't blame him for trying. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. Maybe sometimes you should, maybe you should move to New York and, um, Go to the gay club and become gay. Like, yeah, that stick your dick in a glory as, hole. Yeah, that sounds just as ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dude. Whatever. Uh, we have another email from Christine. Ooh. Christine, Christine, you know what I mean. Um, hi, Latrice Manila. I recently stated watching, uh, started watching Drag Race due to my curiosity on how the show worked since the announcement of Drag Race Philippines. And now the first season is already over. I watched the U.S. version, and I was hooked, especially your season, ladies. Season three and four, like what? Anyways, I write this email all the way from where Manila's name came from, Manila, Philippines. I watched All Stars 1 and skipped two, <laughs> and skipped two seasons to watch All Stars 4, and all the gaggery went down in history. I discovered your podcast, and I have been, been watching... Uh, binge listening, sorry, uh, to your podcast since then for a month now, and I managed to catch up to some of the episodes. I literally gagged when Latrice finally tried, oh, Jollibee's like literally gagged. I have <laughs> I have to vouch on what Manila said regarding how good their chicken sandwich is because, bitch, they really serve the best chicken sandwich like ever. Um, I don't know how specifically they... Um, serve the chicken sandwich there but in the Philippines they serve it like the chicken itself has a light spice kick to it even though it's not spicy originally and if you ordered it like spicy it definitely dropped it like a top 
Um, anyways, I'm really curious to know about something since it's been a while since your season's on Drag Race. I noticed this just recently that the auditions from the contestants from Drag Race is not shown so much unlike in your season's Manila, where the first episode was like the casting episode and auditions videos from the contest were shown. I saw Latrice's audition clips during the recap of season four. I wanted to know how difficult it was to film your audition videos for the show. What are your tops and chops when making your audition video? I'm asking this sincerely. Uh, since recently, I watched Vanilla's full audition video on her YouTube channel, and accidentally I saw Jiggly's audition video where someone made an appearance in the video and... Um, as a cool DJ in the club. Oh, oh that was me. That was you. That was you. Um, anyways, I wish the pod more success and more content from you two because you guys always make my day brighter whenever I'm stressed at my corporate work. Just listening to your laughs and unfiltered conversations make me feel at ease. Thank you for reading my long email and I hope <laughs> to see you two here in the Philippines. P.S., I tried to consider writing this email and tagging, um, uh, sorry, in the e email and tag along the challenge Manila, but I oh, ended e up. Oh, email in tag Tagalog to challenge me. Yeah, okay. To who? Yeah, thank, well, in Tagalog, in, in Filipino. I, thank you so much, Christine, for not writing it in Tagalog because we would have just skipped over Oh, it. to challenge you <laughs> to speak it. Oh, bitch, we would have been long lost, bitch. We would have Girl, this would have been a long episode. It would have mm -hmm. been Google Translate for sure. Uh, but we, I love you, ladies. XO, Christine. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, um, thanks, Christine. Well, I have an idea. Let's take a break, and we'll actually use Christine's email to, uh, to answer email with our tops and our chops, because you're, you want to know what it. our tops and our chops are for making our audition videos. So well, let's talk about that in our tops and chops when we're right back. You got the chops. 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 Girl, you got the chops. We're back, and we just read Christine's email, which she asked what our tops and chops were when making a video Drag Race audition tape. Um, this week we're gonna do that, and so uh, what's what's your top and your chop? Oh God, I got, I, ooh, yeah, I, yeah. What was your top? <laughs> um I I actually I actually had fun. I had my my top is like the fun I had uh making it. Cuz it it's like one of those like projects that you know, it's it's something that a drag queen doesn't really do. Like you don't really have to like make an audition. And it really kind of right. challenges you and it gives you this opportunity to be creative. Um with um with how you present yourself to other people in this yeah. in this manner um and it's something that i i wasn't used to doing so that was really fun just to get with, together with my drag drag queen friends and to like make it i remember i didn't have a lot of footage of me performing in drag because before drag race i didn't really uh 
lip sync or perform as much as I did just get and drag and go get drunk at parties. So I did have a lot of fun, like bringing my little uh, flip flip cam around. Cause like this is before you had a, a, a really high quality camera on your yeah. phone where you could just, so yeah. I had to bring a little like digital camera and like videotape me in low lighting situations. And then I had fun. Yeah, I had fun. Cause I, I edited it together. It was, it was a lot of fun to kind of piece it together. And it was, it did feel like a challenge um, in a way, it, and it was really helpful when making my audition tape to kind of get into the space and challenge myself to make something entertaining that's going to catch people's eye. And I think that was a great opportunity to start practicing for what it was like to compete and do a challenge on Drag Race, mm-hmm. you know, because you really yeah. have to like you, you really have to tell your story. You have to show your drag. You have to like be in and out of drag. You have to uh, have those moments where you uh can get serious and then you have those moments where you make fun and then you have to show mm-hmm. off like who your snatch game character is and then you have to do a little performance. It was a lot of fun. What do you, what do you think? What is your, what is your top for um, making an audition tape? I mean, for me, cause it was, it came, it was so unexpected for me to have to even go through the process because I had just did it on the whim and was talking shit. You know what I mean? I was just going to go talk shit about the fat girls and, um, <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I know, they're talking about uh get a tape in here. Um, so it was it was really challenging because I didn't really have the equipment to even begin to <laughs> make an audition tape. Um yeah. That's that yeah, like I was saying before, like now we have phones and yeah, everyone especially after the pandemic, everyone knows that everyone yeah. has a ring light. But yeah. back then it was just like was I turned nothing. on a I lamp and I took lamp. up. I a turned on my lamp. desk lamp. <laughs> Girl, I had to take the sh- I had to take the shade off my lamp so I could get some good lighting. And you know that uh, <laughs> yellow hard lighting for the yelling, was y'all. not the ticket. Not at all. Yeah. Um, and the resolution it, was like nothing. <laughs> horrible. Um, but I guess like you know because the, the for me I was worried about having to do all the things like you just said about being creative and da, 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 da. I I didn't have time. Um, and so they just asked me to just be candid and answer the questions. And I think I had the most fun just being myself. Like literally talking to the camera like I was talking to my friend. And that was the best part of it because it took away the uh, stress factor. There was literally, I was not not stressed at all while making it. So that was fun. Yeah, it was more fun. I I, I have to agree with you. I remember it just kind of me being like, I felt it felt less like I'm trying to like please the you know casting directors and just kind of like creating like almost a um like a time capsule of like what my, what my drag yeah, is like at the um, time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And, and I think that a lot of, I think that a lot of people audition um, and they try to say what they think they want to hear. Here, as opposed to just go wrong. going and Me. just being yourself. Because I feel like, 
especially, I mean, I, they can, I can only imagine that the casting directors have to, like, sit through, like, so many people um, pretending to give you the right answers and trying to be like, I'm not here to make friends. I'll be the shady villain, blah, blah, blah. I'll do whatever you want. That kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. Like, that's just, like, they probably get thousands of videos like that all the time. Yeah. And it's probably, like... Um, and I know Next. that they get uh, they only they only like they'll take your like twenty minute audition video and then the casting director will like edit it down into like a two and a half minute long video and then they just pitch that and if you make it to that next round then they'll start watching the full video so like you only get like a yeah. few seconds to Im- impress to get, get the to- casting mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But true. what about your chops? Do you oh, have any God. chops yeah, about bitch. making your audition video? Hell yeah, yeah. The stress of the upload of the video was horrendous back then. The site would crash because it was always overwhelmed and like they didn't have enough support in the whatever. And my little my video, literally the footage, it got lost. <gasps> and I had to re-record it. No. I did. I was so bad. Like, I lost the whole first part of my video. So I had to redo it all. And I was so mad. And I literally, in my tape, said, this is the second time I had to do this. And I am not happy about it. <laughs> I, let them, I let them know. I was like, this is some bullshit. Y'all need to get your sight together. <laughs> but... um yeah, that was the hard part, like the the stress of the upload, and then I lost my footage and had to re-record it, and that sucked ass. It took mm. forever. Yeah, uh, so that sucked. That was my chop. Yeah, I mean the thing about it is like we did ours so long ago, and the audition process has changed significantly. It's changed, and the so technology much. has also evolved so much. So, so where like, um. You can shoot it on your phone. Yeah, I think everyone, yeah. But n- before it was like I had to go get like my digital camera. And I had to figure out some like I don't even know yeah. what I shot it on. To be honest, I forget. Yeah. Oh, you know what I shot it on? I think I shot it on like a little. You remember what? Remember on set they would give us those little like flip cams, little video yeah. cameras. Yeah. Because they wanted they, the, the, the production diary. wanted us to yeah record video diaries when we were on set. I think. I had one of those, not the one from the show, obviously, because I wasn't on the show yet. But like, I remember but having one of those kind, having yeah. those kinds of flip cams, yeah. which were, um, and it was like a shitty camera, girl. It was terrible. It was like the lowest quality. So I, I think that like my chop was just the fact that uh, it was, it was just so like not polished so like shitty quality uh it was like in my <laughs> shitty i remember like clearing off like the background of my of my room because it was just so messy that i just didn't want to see them and i was like kind of like trying to decorate it so it looked like it there was some purpose for my room but it was really just like a hot mess honestly that and the fact that i had to go out yeah. and like film myself like performing um don't be jealous of my boogie because like I didn't perform because like one of the requirements for the audition tape for my season at least was to go uh, was to show a footage a footage of you performing "Don't Be Jealous of My Boogie" by RuPaul, which I right. immediately thought like 
I know what this woman is doing. Like, she's making everyone buy the 99 cent song. <laughs> Downloading yeah, the 99 cent exactly song. That's exactly what she was doing. So just to audition, she'll oh. every, she would make at least a dollar off of every person that auditioned for her show. Yeah. Which I thought was genius. But um, yeah. I remember, because I didn't, like I said, I didn't perform. So I didn't have anywhere to perform Jealous of My Bookie at. And if I was going to perform, if I did like get cast to to perform, I sure as hell wasn't going to waste my one lip sync on Jealous of My Boogie just so I could audition. So I remember um, I was just going around New York City and I was just, I, I didn't even have the song. I was just lip syncing. Don't be jealous of my boogie. Don't be, uh-huh. and I don't even know if the lip sync matched up, but I edited it all together to it. So it kind of made sense. But yeah, I, I remember like being like, I don't, I don't really want to like go and uh, uh, lip sync um, Jealous of My Boogie. But I also, because right. I, I also didn't want anyone to know that I was auditioning for Drag Race. And so like if any drag queen that year was performing on the show Jealous of My Boogie, you knew that they were trying to audition for the show. So that was like, I was, <laughs> I was trying, I was trying to move in stealth, move in silence. I didn't want <laughs> anyone to know that to I was it. auditioning. That's the other part you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Oh, but now the now the girls are auditioning for the show, and then when they get and when they don't get cast, they just go on social media like uh, blackout for three months, and they make people think yeah. they're on the show, and then yeah. at, uh-huh. after three months they come back and they like start asking for higher rates at the game, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh-huh. they find out bitch they weren't even cast on the she show. Wasn't cast, bitch. She wasn't we gave cast. you a twenty five dollar raise. And you're not even on the new season of Drag Race? You got us, gal. Wow. What's your chop of these pesky audition videos, Latrice? I said mine. I lost my foot. Oh, you had to do it twice. Why do I always do this? I always ask you what your chop is, even though you just answered it. (laughs) That just goes to show. What are your tops and chops of doing the chop with Manila? Manila (laughs) She keeps asking me what my chop is. She don't listen. She don't listen. She ain't listening. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's our show. Thanks so much for listening to the chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you can rate us on your podcast apps. And you can send us uh, emails, and we might read it on the show next week. Uh, LatriceAmanilla at gmail.com. And you should be following us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. So we'll see you next week to find out who keeps chop. <laughs> Chop one day early and ad free. Sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. The Chop is produced by Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Celio. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.